Hello and welcome to episode 418. Today, I'd like us to look at networking after the sun goes down. Now, networking after hours is a thing. It's something we have to admit because um, when a lot of us talk about networking, we the idea that we have is something more formal, something that happens during regular um, regular working hours, you know, 95, and maybe a little buttoned up, uh, sober, I think you guys get the idea. So basically, when I talk about um, networking or write about networking um, on the blog, so whether over here or on the blog or on the Instagram handle, usually I mean um, those sorts of things. So what I have in mind is corporate events, uh, networking sessions, all those natural opportunities that come up during the business day where you get to meet and talk to um, a total stranger. You get to meet uh, someone new and spark off some interesting uh, conversations. So um, when a lot of us talk about networking, that's kind of the idea that we have where uh, from these serendipitous circumstances, uh, we get to form alliances, we meet new associates and we get to have some friends and uh, buddies, business partners over the long term. Now, what about situations that occur after working hours, usually after dark? and where you already kind of know some of the people who um, are there. So if you are going to the spa with one of your girlfriends, assuming you're female, and there's going to be a group of five, but you know uh, three of the girls, and you guys are heading to a spa, can you consider that networking? And what about the typical one that everybody already knows, well, most people already know, which is um, you're invited to a bar, there's going to be um, five guys, maybe you know like three or four of them, and there's one or two of um, the people that you don't um, already know. So can we consider this sort of thing, networking, things that happen after hours, after dark, not in a uh, formal or official context, uh, especially in situations where um, heading out, we didn't quite decide that we were going to um, do networking. Because let's face it, when most um, guys decide to go to a bar or um, ladies decide to go to a spa, it's, um, I don't think you have, oh, this is going to be a good networking um, opportunity at the back of your mind. So, um, well, I'm sure vacations will count because I think there are some people who decide to go to exotic uh, business locations because that's going to be a form of networking. So let's not um, bring that within the purview of today's um, episode. So uh, back in my undergraduate days at Obafemi Awolowo University, there was one of my profs in particular. He was very convinced that you can't succeed as a lawyer if you don't drink, if you don't hang out, and if you don't like the UEFA League. Now, the reason why uh, this came up is because in my class, we had a couple of um, SUs, as they were called, uh, Scripture Union. Yeah, so uh, Scripture Union, uh, the born-again types, a couple of pastors, um, what else? You know, people who try to live on the straight and narrow. So it's not like this uh, professor's um, goal was to corrupt our morals or anything. But he was just giving his own experience that in the legal, um, in the legal um, sphere, well, at least back when he was in practice anyway, that it was just part of the trade, that uh, you had to hang out, you had to drink, and you guys had to watch UEFA League and argue about football because that's what your high-profile clients uh, do. And if that's what they do and you want to get business, then you have to be involved because you're going to be hanging around people late, having drinks, 
and uh, talking about UEFA. So that was his advice, basically. So you, uh, Scripture Union, you SU type, you uh, born again folks, um, you guys better get in line. Start drinking, start hanging out, um, start discussing uh, UEFA League, whether you like it or not, because when you start trying to chase clients, that is what you are going to have to do. Now, uh, granted, that was a long time ago, and now we have more avenues for uh, cultural expression, self-expression, uh, different kinds of popular subcultures, and so it doesn't have to be the um, UEFA League um, anymore. So it's not gospel that as someone um, who's in Lagos sphere that you have to know about uh, Arsenal or Manchester United or whichever club um, is currently in the UEFA League. But that um, idea and the question still remains. Can we consider that networking as well? Especially since there's some people in the wedding and the event space who do consider it networking. Um, because I've been challenged lots of times that, you know, how can you say you're a business guy? How can you say you're networking in Abuja when you don't club? You know, there are several event professionals who have told me, you know, oh boy, I get with the program. If you're networking in Abuja, you have to be at the club because that's where it all goes down. That's where the business goes down. So, um, you know, in Abuja, there are some people who hold that opinion. In Lagos, there are some people who hold that opinion. And I wouldn't be surprised if in other parts of the country and other parts of the world, there are people who hold that opinion as well. Now, look, it's all going down in the club or it's all going down in the garden. Uh, that's where business is happening. So um, you have to be there. Now, uh, one thing I'd like to point out is that, in a sense, people who hold that opinion are correct because networking is not the event and it's not the context that you are in. Networking is a process, it's a framework, it's a frame of mind that you have while you are in a particular context because you can be at a formal networking session and you cannot and there might be no networking going on because there's people who show up to formal networking events but then stick to uh, talking to only people that they know and then they leave. And in that case, you haven't done any networking. However, if you go to the club, if you go to the garden, if you go to the spa and you find ways of making personal, uh, professional um, business connections and by turning to useful relationships in the future, then because of the frame of mind that you've had, not because of the event that you're at or the context that you're in, because of that, you have been able to do networking where most uh, folks um, will not. So if you look at it this way, then hanging out in beer parlors can be networking. Going to church can be networking. In fact, on the church one, I've heard lots of people say that from time to time. Um, we have a couple of mega churches here in Abuja and some in Lagos. And um, I hear that there are some guys who go to church because they want to build their networks. So you go to pastor so-and-so's church because that's where the in-crowd is or that's where the rich folks are or that's uh, whatever. And so you want to build your network. So hanging out in beer parlors, going to the church, uh, going to the spa with your girls, that can be networking as well. Now, why am I talking about this today? That's because recently I was um, called to a meeting of sorts. We're going to introduce some um, mutual business associates, if you can put it that way. And uh, this was going to happen in an open-air bar, and it involved some beer, some grilled chicken, some roasted fish. Well, I don't eat fish, but the fish look roasted. Uh, plantains, there was peppered spices, uh, what else? Then some guys in the corner uh, smoking shisha, and uh, of course the TV playing in the background with the um, UEFA League. So UEFA League hasn't gone away, but... I can tell you from first hand, I don't watch football, so I can tell from first hand that now you don't have to be a football nut to be considered um, a real guy, at least not in Nigeria anyway. Uh, where was I? Yeah, so, um, there were a couple of the guys that I knew, um, 
and it was going to be an introduction um folks who yeah we kind of like hang around the same orbit uh mutual business interests that sort of thing so that was the whole idea so it was a hangout and not really uh networking um per se now luckily as a sales professional i know how quickly we can lose focus during the um rapport building stage whether you're networking or whether you're talking with potential clients, because I've seen things like that go offhand. In fact, I have a wedding planner friend who really went all in, in a particular by with the rapport building stage, and they were talking uh, deep spiritual issues, um, deep personal issues and stuff like that. And the wedding planner was hurt when she lost uh, the deal. And so she couldn't understand how she built a real deep connection uh, with someone and they um, lost the deal. But uh, rapport building, making friends, things like that, it's not necessarily the same thing as um, sales or um, building a constructive or profitable um, business relationship. So things can go off the edge. Uh, you can lose focus. You can lose track of what the main goal is if you get stuck in the rapport building stage. So if you're dealing with a bride and groom and the goal, uh, the goal is to get the commitment and for them to make a deposit, it's possible that you can get lost in the rapport building stage. And so I am always... Um, acutely aware of those sorts of things and i try to do my best especially when we're in group dynamics to try and um guide things along try and um, steer things through and that's what i did pretty much in uh this uh three or four hour session of um, networking as i'd like to call it networking over um beer grilled chicken fish plantain spices and shisha well i didn't do uh, shisha that's not my thing when i didn't do fish but everything else i partook in and it was uh, quite nice i particularly like this new brand of um uh guinness smooth it tastes real nice i mean when i was a little boy my aunt um liked uh guinness well, i won't call her name let me not um put out in the open so she liked guinness but she liked mixing it with um coke um give it a just to take off that um she said it had uh what's it called this thing that cures malaria quinine i think she said that uh, it had too much quinine gave it a bit of taste so she would mix it with coke uh over time i ran to some people who would not just mix it with coke but also mix it with uh, peak milk and i guess um the makers of um, the guinness stouts eventually uh, got the memo that this is what people are doing and so they uh got rid of the quinine if in fact it's indeed quinine so don't quote me on this outside i don't know if it's quinine that's in um stout but anyway they've made it uh uh smooth so it's um it's a light touch um, it's nice uh if that's your kind of thing you should try it so yeah i took in everything it was real nice and it was a very uh interesting three hour three four hour uh, networking session so that's the uh that's what i try to do so keep my sales hat on and then try to guide the conversation while uh, the five of us were chilling so if networking is not an event uh, but it's a frame of mind then what's the best way to um, steer the conversations when you are in this uh, beer-powered, um, bushmeat, um, fresh fish mode? How do you steer this thing to make sure that you guys have a productive networking session and you don't just leave there with uh, full bellies and um, you guys have spent money and it was a good time, but uh, you haven't really um, achieved anything? Well, first of all, is you have to accept that uh, it is what it is. Um, so folks don't think that they know you until they have broken bread with you. It's a thing. Some people want to break bread with you before they can say um, they know you. So don't be offended if you've been uh, chilling with someone, you've been hanging out with someone, 
maybe you're a photographer, there's a wedding planner uh, that you call your friend, but then you hear that she told someone like, oh, no, it's not really my friend, it's just an acquaintance, you know, so don't get um, heartbroken. Some people just think that, well, yeah, we've been hanging out in um, a business context or an office context, but we haven't really broken bread, so you can't say that I know this person. So go bread, go out and break bread uh, with a bunch of people. Just um, accept it. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. It is what it is. Now, um, step two, I've already alluded to it, is that you have to take the initiative, just like in any other sales, professional, or business context. So, yes. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. So, yes, there might be um, four or five other girls or four or five um, other guys, but just like in anything that we talk about over here on the podcast, I've always recommended that you take the initiative because you can't um, trust that other people are going to take your own destiny into their own hands. It doesn't work that way. So you have to take the initiative just like in any other um, sales, professional, or business context. So you have to steer the conversation the right way uh, and at the right time. So you have to be the referee. Don't trust that some other person is going to be the referee. But of course, um, if the person who called you guys out together for uh, the spa, the sauna, the fresh fish, uh, or the hike, or whatever is um, the person already had those sorts of intentions and is steering the whole thing in line, then uh, that's good. It makes your job a whole lot easier. But outside of that, you take the initiative. So um, while having fun with people in these sorts of settings, whether it's at the bar or the sauna or the spa or on a group walk or, um, or the group holiday or whatever, then there are a couple of things I should be trying to figure out. Number one, you should try to figure out who are the people here. So these other three or four people, who are they? You also should be trying to figure out the things that they're interested in, what their priorities are, um, how all these interests align, and uh, who here is worth building a relationship with in the future. And I think that's one cardinal mistake that uh, folks make, even at formal uh, networking sessions. They just show up, they throw their business cards all over the place, and they don't bother themselves with these basic questions. Who is here? Who is in the room? What are they interested in? What's their vision? What are their priorities? What are their goals? Of all these uh, interests here, how do they align? How do they align with me? And who is, uh, is there anyone here who is worth building a relationship with in the future? Because the goal of networking is to show up, actually, answer all these questions, and then um, uh, you can now invest uh, time with, you know, outside this uh, social um, setting, uh, building a relationship or advancing um, an agenda. So these things, whether it's a formal network working session or hanging out at a bar, these things are important because they create the uh, initial nexus, they create the spark, but that is not what is going to drive things um, through eventually. So uh, when we go networking, the, the goal is to sort, uh, basically to sort out, sort people out. And that should be your goal while you're there um, at the bar. So while you're in um, eating the roasted fish or the bush meat, these are the kind of things that should be at the uh, back of your mind. So all these questions, and then who is worth building a relationship here with the future? Because the main goal or the main activity afterward, the main work is going to begin when you're done with eating the fried fish. And then um, next Friday, you pick up the con- uh, the phone to call that guy or to call that girl because you guys had a deep connection um, around uh, A, B, and C issues. And there are ways that your interest aligns and you think that there are specific initiatives that you would like uh, both of you to discuss or to uh, move further. So that's uh, how it works. So that's what you should be doing while you have a cool glass of um, 
uh, Heineken in your hand. Now, how do you achieve all this? You achieve all these things by asking questions. And it's something I say over and over on the podcast. Sales and business conversations always have to be question-driven. So networking, sales, um, it's not about what you say or how smooth you sound. It's about um, the questions that you ask. Because if you're asking the right questions, then you'll have the other person do most of the talking and you're going to learn a great deal about them. You figure out what uh, their interests are, what the vision is. You now get a sense of what possible coalitions are between uh, you and them and other members of the group. It's from them talking that you're going to get all the information that you uh, need. And then another benefit is that um, since you're going to be listening a lot, most people are going to find you to be an agreeable conversationalist because those folks that uh, talk about themselves for three hours straight are really entertaining. But let's face it, nobody really wants to build a relationship with those um, uh, kinds of people. So don't be that guy or that girl who's going to talk about three hours straight about them, themselves, their business, uh, their um what else? Their project, uh, their family, their kids, their car, their phone, their whatever it is. So that is not networking and that's not having um, constructive um, business conversations. So if you don't ask questions, but you're thinking of the smartest things to say, how to wow people with how cool you are, or you're trying to sound uh, impressive, then yes, you will sound off. You will come off as uh, impressive that, well, you know what? That guy is really confident. That guy is this. That girl is really assertive. That girl is that and blah, 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 blah. Um, but it's not like people want to build a relationship with you. And worst of all is you won't have all the information you need on how to assess people, on how to assess the relationships, and then the possible configurations that can come out from that um, beer drinking session. If you're busy talking about yourself and getting tipsy, you don't have all the information that you need. So um, have fun, uh, be calm, but you should be asking questions to try and um, uh, sort uh, people out. So if you want to figure out who people are, simple thing is just ask. Uh, so what do you do? How did you and uh, Kunle become friends? Um, how did you guys meet? Um, let's see, what else? Why are, the only, why are you the only Arsenal fan here? I mean, in this case, since the um, uh, UEFA was playing on the uh, big screen, you know, that's a possible conversation that you can have. Then any kinds of these sorts of questions, um, it doesn't have to be anything uh, formal and there's no magical phrase it's just that any of these kinds of questions could be an entry point for um personal conversations where to explore personal issues um, um some more this will give you enough room to um, build rapport and for you guys to find elements of commonality uh, between you so like my professor said about um uefa i mean he was right on that one if both of you like manchester united or both of you like different clubs, but you absolutely detest Arsenal. Uh, there's a point of uh, commonality there, and you guys can get to um, build a relationship from there. So the process, the goal is to figure out things that they are interested in and figure out um, their priorities. And uh, yeah, so more questions like that. So uh, do, you, do you work at um, ABC like the rest of the guys? Because in this particular case, it turned out that um, three of the guys uh, from the group were uh, Pencom um, boys. I mean, they work with the pension, uh, what's it called? I can't remember. There's an organization in Nigeria that regulates uh, pension fund administrators. So basically half the people there were pension people and the rest of us were involved in other, um, uh, in other stuff. So that can also be a conversation point. So, you know, do you work at blah, 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 like the rest of the guys? Or could be topical stuff. What's your opinions about X, Y, Z? 
of course, you know, when guys hang out and there's alcohol involved, there's lots of talk around those sorts of things. You know, what are your opinions about uh, uh, this, about that, about Peter Obi, about, you know, whatever? What is the end goal uh, for your business? How did you get into business? Uh, what's What do you love about this career? Um, how did you get into the career? You know, stuff like that. So when you ask these kinds of questions, um, it's easy to see how, uh, what people are interested in and how all these um, interests are aligned. Uh, because like I pointed out, after a couple of questions, you know, it became clear that, you know, half the people in the group were uh, Pencom boys who uh, uh, are kind of interested in the idea of finance, pursuing their CFA. Uh, let's see, what else? I can't remember the personal stuff that um, I gleaned from it. Well, it's not off the top of my head um, right now. But you can see that from asking these questions, you can get to know um, about um, who are these people, why are they here, um, what their goal is, where are they heading with their life. And then after that, you can now figure out um, what aligns um, with me and uh, what doesn't. That's what determines who it is that you're going to pick up the call, the phone to call to try and build a better relationship with or to advance a um, business relationship with in the future. So you can, if you have this, um, if you have this uh, framework, this frame of mind, um, while you guys are chilling at the spa or while you're eating the roasted fish, you can quickly figure out who the cool kids are, who the interesting person is, and who's going to be worth building a relationship um, with um, after all the alcohol clears from your system or after, you know, you do your Moroccan massage and everything comes down. So um, it's important because we might all be um, aligned around certain things. Like for instance, we might all think that Peter Obi is uh, great and he should be um, the uh, the deserved uh, candidate um, to be Nigeria's president in the next elections. We might all love Manchester United and maybe we all uh, fawn over Nicki Minaj, but it doesn't mean that we have to go into business together or that we can have uh, professional um, collaborations. So uh, the point of asking questions um, when we're in these conversations is to give you us all the information uh, that we need. So um, let me see, where was I? Okay, so sometimes, uh, like I said earlier, uh, the conversations will steer way off course uh, because like once I was out with the crew and then um, after a while people started bemoaning um, the loss of family values in Nigeria and parental responsibilities because there's this thing of uh, some parents in the rural areas anyway who ask for money from um, their female children and uh, it's something that um, a lot of us think is wrong because you don't put pressure on little kids asking them to be responsible for the family, uh, especially teenage girls, because you're putting them in opportunities where they could end up um, being sexually abused. So, you know, this whole thing of parents asking the kids for money instead of the other way around, parents providing uh, money um, to the kids. Anyway, you know, but basically we just got um, trapped in that wormhole discussing these uh, sorts of thing, uh, sort of things, and then the conversation got reeled down and out over the future of Nigeria, uh, the prospects for the youth, uh, the nation building project, you know, blah, 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 stuff like that. You know, it got into a real um, bad place. And, you know, these things can happen when, you know, guys are gathered together, everybody's frustrated, each person has had about two or three bottles and uh, the conversation just shifts. So in that case, all I did to bring the conversation back online was to say, it shall be well, or it is well, something like that. It's something that we Nigerians um, like to say. The idea being that you are committing whatever the problem is to uh, God's providence and that he'll sort it out. So it's more like a declaration of faith or declaring uh, something positive. So I just said, it shall be well. And of course, everybody was like, ah, my brother, it shall be well. And then after that, I threw an open question. So I asked, so what are we celebrating today? 
And the reason why I asked that was because obviously we had lots of food around us and um, lots of drink around us. And quite frankly, from the beginning, I was curious why um, the dude who uh, convoked this meeting, if you can put it like that, you know, why he called us all here. Because people don't just um, spend thousands of naira to bring guys together for absolutely no reason at all. So I just asked, hey, so what are we celebrating here today? And uh -huh, that was enough to get peeps, um, someone talking about a particular business opportunity that they thought I could learn some insights to. And before you know it, the conversation was um, back on track. Well, needless to say, if um, you guys have had uh, two or three bottles, maybe you guys can get into in-depth business conversations there. But the most important thing is that at least if you've been able to steer the conversation uh, back on track, tomorrow, you know who to call. You can pick up the phone and say, yeah, oh, cool, it was nice hanging out with you guys. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, by the way, I had some questions on this, this, this. Or what do you think about that? And, you know, on and on. So, I'm not making this podcast because I want to endorse um, loose talk because sometimes there can be some loose talk going, going on there and uh, I've heard reliably from my wife and also from my mom that women engage in loose talk as well which was a shocker for me because I thought, you know, guys had filthy mouths and uh, women were all prim and proper. So, yeah, there's loose talk on both ends, whether at the spa or at the bar. So, I'm not trying to endorse loose talk. I'm not saying you guys should engage in that. I'm not trying to endorse alcohol. I'm not trying to endorse uh, misogyny. I'm not trying to endorse uh, staying out late. I'm not trying to endorse being irresponsible. I'm just saying that whether these sorts of things end up to be networking or not will depend on you and how you choose to steer the conversations that follow. So the principle is always the same. Whether you're at a spa, for ladies' night out, on a group holiday, on a group trek, uh, what else? Um, some party or whether you're a young lady escorting a friend to go and see another friend, or you guys have gone to a bar, I mean, whatever the situation is, the principle is the same. Networking is not about the time and the place. So yes, there are times when your boss is going to say, we're going to have a formal networking um, session. Everybody come down to, come down for the town hall meeting at uh, 1 to 2 p.m. or you might be at a business seminar and during the break um, there will be a formal announcement saying that this is now a networking session and that the bar is open you guys should have some drinks you know go and mix so um, yeah there'll be times for formalized networking but ultimately networking isn't about the time and the place it's about your headspace at the moment so wherever you are whether you're at that uh, networking event at um, Hilton Hotel or you're at the uh, the garden uh, down the road, shooting some uh, shooting some shots with the boys or uh, chilling at the spa, whatever it is, it's about your headspace. So just make sure that you always have the right frame of mind and all these um, social um, occasions, however it is that they get convened and whoever it is that calls them can end up uh, being good, um, good opportunities for networking. Oh, and by the way, everything doesn't have to be about business and everything doesn't have to be about networking. There are times that the guys can call you out for a couple of beers, and that's the focus. The focus is just a couple of beers, so it doesn't always have to be business. And there are times when the girls will say, let's get together for uh, a spa session or Moroccan massage or whatever it is that uh, people do in all those um, fancy joints in Lagos and Abuja, and that's the whole point, just to get together, have a moon, maybe have the support of your female friends because of stuff that you guys are going through in life or at the office. And so sometimes... Uh, that's just the whole point. The point of going out for the massage is the massage. The point of going out for the drinks is the drinks. But, um, yeah, so don't turn everything into... Uh, don't be that guy or girl who is always looking for an angle and who is always looking for how to make things business-related. 
but just in case the opportunities for networking this is how you go about it so thank you very much for your time and attention i'll catch you guys at the next recording hello and welcome to episode 418 today i'd like us to look at networking after the sun goes down now networking after hours is a thing it's something we have to admit because um when a lot of us talk about networking we the idea that we have is something more formal something that happens during regular um regular working hours you know nine to five and maybe a little buttoned up um uh, sober i think you guys get the idea so basically when i talk about um networking or write about networking um on the blog so whether over here or on the blog or on the instagram handle usually i mean um those sorts of things. So what I have in mind is corporate events, uh, networking sessions, all those natural opportunities that come up during the business day where you get to meet and talk to um, a total stranger. You get to meet uh, someone new and spark off some interesting uh, conversations. So um, when a lot of us talk about networking, that's kind of the idea that we have where uh, from these serendipitous circumstances uh, we get to form alliances we meet new associates and we get to have some friends and uh, buddies business partners over the long term now what about situations that occur after working hours usually after dark and where you already kind of know some of the people who um, are there so if you are going to the spa with one of your girlfriends assuming you're female and it's going to be a group of five but you know uh, three of the girls and you guys are heading to a spa can you consider that networking and what about the typical one that everybody already knows well most people already know which is um you're invited to a bar there's going to be um five guys maybe you know like three or four of them and there's one or two of um the people that you don't um already know so can we consider this sort of thing networking things that happen after hours after dark not in a uh, formal or official context uh, especially in situations where um, heading out we didn't quite decide that we were going to um, do networking because let's face it when most um, guys decide to go to a bar or um, ladies decide to go to a spa it's um, i don't think you have oh this is going to be a good networking um, opportunity at the back of your mind so, um, well, I'm sure vacations will count because I think there are some people who decide to go to exotic uh, business locations because that's going to be a form of networking. So let's not um, bring that within the purview of today's um, episode. So uh, back in my undergraduate days at Obafemi Awolowo University, there was one of my profs in particular. He was very convinced that you can't succeed as a lawyer if you don't drink, if you don't hang out, and if you don't like the UEFA league. Now, the reason why uh, this came up is because in my class, we had a couple of um, SUs, as they were called, uh, Scripture Union. Yeah, so uh, Scripture Union, uh, the born-again types, a couple of pastors, um, what else? You know, people who try to live on the straight and narrow. So it's not like this uh, professor's um, goal was to corrupt our morals or anything. But he was just giving his own experience that in the legal... Um, in the legal um, sphere, uh, well, at least back when he was in practice anyway, that it was just part of the trade, that uh, you had to hang out, you had to drink, and you guys had to watch UEFA League and argue about football because that's what your high-profile clients uh, do 
And if that's what they do and you want to get business, then you have to be involved because you're going to be hanging around people late, having drinks and uh, talking about UEFA. So that was his advice, basically. So you, uh, Scripture Union, you SU type, you uh, born again folks, um, you guys better get in line. Start drinking, start hanging out, um, start discussing uh, UEFA League, whether you like it or not, because when you start trying to chase clients, that is what you are going to have to do. Now, uh, granted, that was a long time ago, and now we have more avenues for uh, cultural expression, self-expression, uh, different kinds of popular subcultures, and so it doesn't have to be the um, UEFA League um, anymore. So it's not gospel that as someone um, who's in the legal sphere, that you have to know about uh, Arsenal or Manchester United or whichever club um, is currently in the UEFA League. But that um, idea and the question still remains. Can we consider that networking as well? Especially since there's some people in the wedding and the event space who do consider it networking. Um, because I've been challenged lots of times that, you know, how can you say you're a business guy? How can you say you're networking in Abuja when you don't club? You know, there are several event professionals who have told me, you know, oh boy, uh, get with the program. If you're networking in Abuja, you have to be at the club because that's where it all goes down. That's where the business goes down. So, um, you know, in Abuja, there are some people who hold that opinion. In Lagos, there are some people who hold that opinion. And I wouldn't be surprised if in other parts of the country and other parts of the world, there are people who hold that opinion as well. Now, look, it's all going down in the club or it's all going down in the garden. Uh, that's where business is happening. So um, you have to be there. Now, uh, one thing I'd like to point out is that, in a sense, people who hold that opinion are correct because networking is not the event and it's not the context that you are in. Networking is a process, it's a framework, it's a frame of mind that you have while you are in a particular context because you can be at a formal networking session and you cannot and there might be no networking going on because there's people who show up to formal networking events but then stick to uh, talking to only people that they know and then they leave. And in that case, you haven't done any networking. However, if you go to the club, if you go to the garden, if you go to the spa and you find ways of making personal, uh, professional um, business connections and by turning to useful relationships in the future, then because of the frame of mind that you've had, not because of the event that you're at or the context that you're in, because of that, you have been able to do networking where most uh, folks um, will not. So if you look at it this way, then hanging out in beer parlors can be networking. Going to church can be networking. In fact, on the church one, I've heard lots of people say that from time to time. Um, we have a couple of mega churches here in Abuja and some in Lagos. And um, I hear that there are some guys who go to church because they want to build their networks. So you go to pastor so-and-so's church because that's where the in-crowd is or that's where the rich folks are or that's uh, whatever. And so you want to build your network. So hanging out in beer parlors, going to the church, uh, going to the spa with your girls, that can be networking as well. Now, why am I talking about this today? That's because recently I was um, called to a meeting of sorts. or going to introduce some... Um, Mutual business associates, if you can put it that way. And uh, this was when it happened in an open-air bar, and it involved some beer, some grilled chicken, some roasted fish. Well, I don't eat fish, but the fish look roasted. Uh, plantains, there was peppered spices, uh, what else? There's some guys in the corner uh, smoking shisha, and, uh, of course, the TV blend in the background with the um, UEFA League. So UEFA League hasn't gone away, but 
I can tell you from first hand. I don't watch football, so I can tell you from first hand that now you don't have to be a football nut to be considered um, a real guy, at least not in Nigeria anyway. Uh, where was I? Yeah, so um, there were a couple of the guys that I knew, um, and it was going to be an introduction. Um, folks who, yeah, we kind of like hang around the same orbit, uh, mutual business interests, that sort of thing. So that was the whole idea. So it was a hangout and not really uh, networking um, per se. Now, luckily, as a sales professional, I know how quickly we can lose focus during the um, rapport building stage whether you're networking or whether you're talking with potential clients, because I've seen things like that go offhand. In fact, I have a wedding planner friend who really went all in, in a particular bag with the rapport building stage, and they were talking uh, deep spiritual issues, um, deep personal issues and stuff like that. And the wedding planner was hurt when she lost uh, the deal. And so she couldn't understand how she built a real deep connection uh, with someone and they um, lost the deal. But uh, rapport building, making friends, things like that, it's not necessarily the same thing as um, sales or um, building a constructive or profitable um, business relationship. So things can go off the edge. Uh, you can lose focus. You can lose track of what the main goal is if you get stuck in the rapport building stage. So if you're dealing with a bride and a groom and the goal, uh, the goal is to get the commitment and for them to make a deposit, it's possible that you can get lost in the rapport building stage. And so I am always... Um, acutely aware of those sorts of things and I try to do my best especially when we're in group dynamics to try and um, guide things along try and um, steer things through and that's what I did pretty much in uh, this uh, three or four hour session of um, networking as I'd like to call it networking over um, beer grilled chicken fish plantain spices and shisha well I didn't do uh, shisha that's not my thing when i didn't do fish but everything else i partook in and it was uh, quite nice i particularly like this new brand of um uh guinness smooth it tastes real nice i mean when i was a little boy my aunt um liked uh guinness well, i won't call her name let me not um put out in the open so she liked guinness but she liked mixing it with um coke um give it a just to take off that um she said it had uh what's it called this thing that cures malaria Quinine, I think. She said that uh, it had too much quinine, gave it a bit of taste, so she would mix it with coke. Uh, over time, I ran into some people who would not just mix it with coke, but also mix it with uh, peak milk. And I guess um, the makers of um, the Guinness Stouts eventually uh, got the memo that this is what people are doing. And so they uh, got rid of the quinine, if in fact it's indeed quinine. So don't quote me on this outside. I don't know if it's quinine that's in um, stout. But anyway, they've made it... Uh, uh, smooth so it's um it's a light touch um, it's nice uh, if that's your kind of thing you should try it so yeah if i took in everything it was real nice and it was a very uh interesting three hour three four hour uh, networking session so that's the uh that's what i try to do so keep my sales hat on and then try to guide the conversation while uh, the five of us were chilling so if networking is not an event uh, but it's a frame of mind then what's the best way to um, steer the conversations when you are in this uh, beer-powered, um, bushmeat, um, fresh fish mode? How do you steer this thing to make sure that you guys have a productive networking session and you don't just leave there with uh, full bellies and um, you guys have spent money and it was a good time, but uh, you haven't really um, achieved anything? Well, first of all, is you have to accept that uh, it is what it is. 
Um, so folks don't think that they know you until they have broken bread with you. It's a thing. Some people want to break bread with you before they can say um, they know you. So don't be offended if you've been uh, chilling with someone, you've been hanging out with someone, maybe you're a photographer, there's a wedding planner uh, that you call your friend, but then you hear that she told someone like, oh, no, it's not really my friend, it's just an acquaintance, you know, so don't get um, heartbroken. Some people just think that, well, yeah, we've been hanging out in um, a business context or an office context, but we haven't really broken bread, so you can't say that I know this person. So go bread, go out and break bread uh, with a bunch of people. Just um, accept it. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. It is what it is. Now, um, step two, I've already alluded to it, is that you have to take the initiative, just like in any other sales, professional, or business context. So, yes. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. So, yes, there might be um, four or five other girls or four or five um, other guys, but just like in anything that we talk about over here on the podcast, I've always recommended that you take the initiative because you can't... Um, trust that other people are going to take your own destiny into their own hands it doesn't work that way so you have to take the initiative just like in any other um, sales professional or business context so you have to steer the conversation the right way uh, and at the right time so you have to be the referee don't trust that some other person is going to be the referee but of course um if the person who called you guys out together for uh, the spa the sauna the fresh fish uh, or the hike, or whatever, is um, the person already had those sorts of intentions and is steering the whole thing in line, then uh, that's good. It makes your job a whole lot easier. But outside of that, you take the initiative. So um, while having fun with people in these sorts of settings, whether it's at the bar or the sauna or the spa, or on the group walk or um, or the group holiday or whatever, then there are a couple of things I should be trying to figure out. Number one, you should try to figure out who are the people here? So these other three or four people, who are they? You also should be trying to figure out the things that they're interested in, what their priorities are, um, how all these interests align, and uh, who here is worth building a relationship with in the future. And I think that's one cardinal mistake that uh, folks make, even at formal uh, networking sessions. They just show up, they throw their business cards all over the place, and they don't bother themselves with these basic questions. Who is here? Who is in the room? What are they interested in? What's their vision? What are their priorities? What are their goals? Of all these uh, interests here, how do they align? How do they align with me? And who is, uh, is there anyone here who is worth building a relationship with in the future? Because the goal of networking is to show up, actually, answer all these questions, and then um, uh, you can now invest uh, time with, you know, outside this uh, social um, setting, uh, building a relationship or advancing um, an agenda. So these things, whether it's a formal networking session or hanging out at a bar, these things are important because they create the uh, initial nexus, they create the spark, but that is not what is going to drive things um, through eventually. So uh, when we go networking, the, the goal is to sort, uh, basically to sort out, sort people out. And that should be your goal while you're there um, at the bar. So while you're in um, eating the roasted fish or the bush meat, these are the kind of things that should be at the uh, back of your mind. So all these questions, and then who is worth building a relationship here with the future? Because the main goal or the main activity afterward, the main work is going to begin when you're done with eating the fried fish. And then um, next Friday, you pick up the, con uh, the phone to call that guy or to call that girl because you guys had a deep connection um, around uh, A, B, and C issues. 
and there are ways that your interest aligns and you think that there are specific initiatives that you would like uh, both of you to discuss or to uh, move further. So that's uh, how it works. So that's what you should be doing while you have a cool glass of um, uh, Heineken in your hand. Now, how do you achieve all this? You achieve all these things by asking questions. And it's something I say over and over on the podcast. Sales and business conversations always have to be question-driven. So networking, sales, um, it's not about what you say or how smooth you sound. It's about um, the questions that you ask. Because if you're asking the right questions, then you'll have the other person do most of the talking and you're going to learn a great deal about them. You figure out what uh, their interests are, what the vision is. You now get a sense of what possible coalitions are between uh, you and them and other members of the group. It's from them talking that you're going to get all the information that you uh, need. And then another benefit is that um, since you're going to be listening a lot, most people are going to find you to be an agreeable conversationalist because those folks that uh, talk about themselves for three hours straight are really entertaining. But let's face it, nobody really wants to build a relationship with those um, uh, kinds of people. So don't be that guy or that girl who's going to talk about three hours straight about them, themselves, their business, uh, their um what else? Their project, uh, their family, their kids, their car, their phone, their whatever it is. So that is not networking and that's not having um, constructive um, business conversations. So if you don't ask questions, but you're thinking of the smartest thing to say, how to wow people with how cool you are, or you're trying to sound uh, impressive, then yes, you will sound off, you will come off as uh, impressive that, well, you know what, that guy is really confident, that guy is this, that girl is really assertive, that girl is that, and blah, 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 blah. Um, but it's not like people want to build a relationship with you. And worst of all is you won't have all the information you need on how to assess people, on how to assess the relationships, and then the possible configurations that can come out from that um, beer drinking session. If you're busy talking about yourself and getting tipsy, you don't have all the information that you need. So um, have fun, uh, be calm, but you should be asking questions to try and um, uh, sort uh, people out. So if you want to figure out who people are, simple thing is just ask. Uh, so what do you do? How did you and uh, Kunle become friends? Um, how did you guys meet? Um, let's see, what else? Why are, the only, why are you the only Arsenal fan here? I mean, in this case, since the um, uh, UEFA was playing on the uh, big screen, you know, that's a possible conversation that you can have. Then any kinds of these sorts of questions, um, it doesn't have to be anything uh, formal. And there's no magical phrase. It's just that any of these kinds of questions could be an entry point for um, personal conversations, where you to explore personal issues um, um, some more. This will give you enough room to um, build rapport and for you guys to find elements of commonality uh, between you. So like my professor said about um, UEFA, I mean, he was right on that one. If both of you like Manchester United, or both of you like different clubs, but you absolutely detest Arsenal. Uh, there's a point of uh, commonality there, and you guys can get to um, build a relationship from there. So the process, the goal is to figure out things that they are interested in and figure out um, their priorities. And uh, yeah, so more questions like that. So uh, do, you, do you work at um, ABC like the rest of the guys? Because in this particular case, it turned out that um, three of the guys are from the group were uh, Pencom um, boys. I mean, they work with the pension, uh, what's it called? I can't remember. There's an organization in Nigeria that regulates uh, pension fund administrators. So basically half the people there were pension people and the rest of us were involved in other um, 
in other stuff. So that can also be a conversation point. So, you know, do you work at blah, 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 like the rest of the guys? Or it could be topical stuff. What's your opinions about X, Y, Z? Of course, you know, when guys hang out and there's alcohol involved, there's lots of talk around those sorts of things. You know, what are your opinions about uh, uh, this, about that, about Peter Obi, about, you know, whatever? What is the end goal uh, for your business? How did you get into business? Uh, what's What do you love about this career? Um, how did you get into the career? You know, stuff like that. So when you ask these kinds of questions, um, it's easy to see how, uh, what people are interested in and how all these um, interests are aligned. Uh, because like I pointed out, after a couple of questions, you know, it became clear that, you know, half the people in the group were uh, Pencom boys who uh, uh, uh kind of interested in the idea of finance pursuing their cfa uh let's see what else i can't remember the personal stuff that um i gleaned from it well it's not off the top of my head um right now but you can see that from asking these questions you can get to know um about um who are these people why are they here um what their goal is where are they heading with their life and then after that you can now figure out um, what aligns um, with me and uh, what doesn't that's what determines who it is that you're going to pick up the call the phone to call to try and build a better relationship with or to advance a um, business relationship with in the future so you can if you have this um if you have this uh framework this frame of mind um while you guys are chilling at the spa or while you're eating the roasted fish you can quickly figure out who the cool kids are who the interesting person is and who's going to be worth building a relationship um with um after all the alcohol clears from your system or after you know you do your moroccan massage and everything comes down so um it's important because we might all be um aligned around certain things like for instance we might all think that peter obi is uh, great and he should be um the uh the deserved uh, candidate um, to be Nigeria's president in the next elections. We might all love Manchester United and maybe we all uh, fawn over Nicki Minaj, but it doesn't mean that we have to go into business together or that we can have uh, professional um, collaborations. So uh, the point of asking questions um, when we're in these conversations is to give you us all the information uh, that we need. So um, let me see, where was I? Okay, so sometimes, uh, like I said earlier, the conversations will steer away, of course, uh, because like once I was out with the crew and then um, after a while people started bemoaning um, the loss of family values in Nigeria and parental responsibilities because there's this thing of uh, some parents in the rural areas anyway who ask for money from um, their female children and uh, it's something that um, a lot of us think is wrong because you don't put pressure on little kids asking them to be responsible for the family, uh, especially teenage girls, because you're putting them in opportunities where they could end up um, being sexually abused. So, you know, this whole thing of parents asking the kids for money instead of the other way around, parents providing uh, money um, to the kids. Anyway, you know, but basically we just got um, trapped in that wormhole discussing these uh, sorts of thing, uh, sort of things and then the conversation got reeled down a doubt over the future of Nigeria, uh, the prospects for the youth, uh, the nation building project, you know, blah, 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 stuff like that. You know, it got into a real um, bad place. And, you know, these things can happen when, you know, guys are gathered together, everybody's frustrated. Each person has had about two or three bottles and uh, the conversation shifts. So in that case, all I did to bring the conversation back online was to say, it shall be well, or it is well, something like that. It's something that we Nigerians um, like to say. The idea being that you are committing whatever the problem is to uh, God's providence and that he will sort it out. So it's more like a declaration of faith 
or declaring uh, something positive. So I just said, it shall be well. And of course, everybody was like, ah, my brother, it shall be well. And then after that, I threw an open question. So I asked, so what are we celebrating today? And the reason why I asked that was because obviously we had lots of food around us and um, lots of drink around us. And quite frankly, from the beginning, I was curious why um, the dude who uh, convoked this meeting, if you can put it like that, you know, why he called us all here. Because people don't just... Um, spend thousands of naira to bring guys together for absolutely no reason at all. So I just asked, hey, so what are we celebrating here today? And uh -huh, that was enough to get um, someone talking about a particular business opportunity that they thought I could lend some insights to. And before you know it, the conversation was um, back on track. Well, needless to say, if um, you guys have had uh, two or three bottles, maybe you guys can get into in-depth business conversations there. But the most important thing is that at least if you've been able to steer the conversation uh, back on track, Tomorrow, you know who to call. You can pick up the phone and say, yeah, oh, cool, it was nice hanging out with you guys, blah, blah, blah. Oh, by the way, I had some questions on this, 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 or what do you think about that, and, you know, on and on. So, I'm not making this podcast because I want to endorse um, loose talk, because sometimes there can be some loose talk going, going on there. And uh, I've heard reliably from my wife and also from my mom that women engage in loose talk as well, which was a shocker for me because I thought, you know, guys had filthy mouths and uh, women were all prim and proper. So, yeah, there's loose talk on both ends, whether at the spa or at the bar. So I'm not trying to endorse loose talk. I'm not saying you guys should engage in that. I'm not trying to endorse alcohol. I'm not trying to endorse uh, misogyny. I'm not trying to endorse uh, staying out late. I'm not trying to endorse being irresponsible. I'm just saying that whether these sorts of things end up to be networking or not will depend on you and how you choose to steer the conversations that follow. So the principle is always the same. Whether you're at the spa for ladies' night out, on a group holiday, on a group trek, uh, what else? Um, some party, or whether you're a young lady escorting a friend to go and see another friend, or you guys have gone to a bar. I mean, whatever the situation is, the principle is the same. Networking is not about the time and the place. So yes, there are times when your boss is going to say, we're going to have a formal networking um, session. Everybody calm down to come down for the town hall meeting at uh, 1 to 2 p.m. or you might be at a business seminar and during the break um, there will be a formal announcement saying that this is now a networking session and that the bar is open, you guys should have some drinks, you know, go and mix. So, um, yeah, there will be times for formalized networking but ultimately networking isn't about the time and the place. It's about your headspace at the moment. So wherever you are, whether you're at that uh, networking event at um, Hilton Hotel or you're at the uh, the garden uh, down the road shooting some uh, shooting some shots with the boys or uh, chilling at the spa, whatever it is, it's about your headspace. So just make sure that you always have the right frame of mind and all these um, social um, occasions, however it is that they get convened and whoever it is that calls them can end up uh, being good... Um, good opportunities for networking. Oh, and by the way, everything doesn't have to be about business and everything doesn't have to be about networking. There are times that the guys can call you out for a couple of beers and that's the focus. The focus is just a couple of beers, so it doesn't always have to be business. And there are times when the girls say, let's get together for uh, a spa session or Moroccan massage or whatever it is that uh, people do in all those um, fancy joints in Lagos and Abuja and that's the whole point, just to get together, have a moon, Maybe have the support of your female friends because of stuff that you guys are going through in life or at the office. And so sometimes uh, that's just the whole point. 
the point of going out for the massage is the massage the point of going out for the drinks is the drinks but um yeah so don't turn everything into uh don't be that guy or girl who is always looking for an angle and who is always looking for how to make things business related but just in case the opportunities for networking this is how you go about it so thank you very much for your time and attention i'll catch you guys at the next recording